Good Friday morning as we head toward the weekend. It is Kale and Company Live. A delight to have you along with us. We are live on WKXL, 1450 on the AM dial, 1039 FM in Concord, 1019 FM in Manchester. The signal that booms into downtown Manchester. I was in uh, downtown Manchester last night uh, listening to WKXL. A great new addition to their radio lineup in the Queen City and beyond. And, of course, we stream 24 hours a day on nhtalkradio.com. nhtalkradio.com. Not only do we stream live 24 hours a day, but you can hear uh, many of the past programs here on WKXL. Beyond Politics, a great afternoon show with... Matt Robeson and uh, two-time Congressman Paul Hodes. They do a great job uh, every afternoon and also some uh, great programming in the morning with A.J. Kierstead. So lots of great programming around the clock here on WKXL. And uh, we are live right here with Kale and Company. And uh, we have a treat for you today because uh, we have one of my favorite guests of all time on the program this morning. And it's Dr. Barry Taylor on this Friday morning. Dr. Barry is the author of Love Your Body, Your Path to Transformation, Health, and Healing. Not only is it the revised edition of the aforementioned book, but here's some great news, folks. The book is now available on audiobook from Amazon. Dr. Barry, how are you this morning? Oh, boy. It doesn't get any better, you know? <laughs> I'm at a cafe, I'm at a remote cafe on another planet, and I'm talking to you. How good is that? A remote cafe. <laughs> a, a cafe to be named later. Well, you, you know, you and Kat were talking about doing remote and doing it at a food place, and uh, I just want to let you know, I beamed myself onto another planet, and uh, it's a gorgeous view here. You know, you should come visit. Beam me up, Barry. Beam me up. <laughs> How are you, Ken? I, I am. I am doing great. And and you know, I want to start uh, the show today with something I saw uh, on the internet uh, this morning, and uh, it's a story about a guy from Rockford, Illinois, by the name of Iser Tilson. And Iser Iser Tilson has reached his one hundred eighth birthday. Wow. 108. And uh, he had uh, plenty of time to celebrate with how many grandchildren do you think this guy has? Iser Tilson. He has 100. 100 grandchildren. Well, you know what's been keeping him alive. Uh, Wow. (laughs) (laughs) The Illinois man told a radio station out there that he feels good and is happy Mm -hmm. to have reached the milestone surrounded by family. His 15 wow. children, 15 children is what 15, he had, right, gave right. him 110 uh-huh. grandkids that he would like to continue to watch as they grow. Some of them may be senior citizens by now. You'd have to think, right? Right. Yeah. He is single, single-handedly responsible for population explosion. And that's right. Right. In Rockford, Illinois. He, he, he says he wants to live to be... 128 years old. He said, the only thing I know 
is that I've been careful about what I put into my body. Right. And Certainly that, not careful about other things. That, that's yeah, what okay. that, uh, that's that's what I, that's when I thought of you, Doctor Barry, when he said, uh-huh. I, "I've been very careful about what I put into my body." It says over the years, uh-huh. Tilson was a farmer, a handyman, mm-hmm. and a businessman, mm-hmm. and uh, he 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 never, uh, I guess, never eats anything with sugar in it. No diabetes, he says, and uh-huh. uh, it, it's just an amazing story. He's 108. <clears throat> He would like to live to be 128. How how realistic is that, Doctor Barry? Um, you know, my, my life is about opening possibilities for people, and and um, don't be, be careful about being seduced by what's normal. So your question certainly is way on the outer edges of normal. Um, who am I to say it's not possible? Uh, he certainly would be a bit outside the median normal. Um, you know, he's already at 108, yeah. way beyond anything average for any country uh, on the planet. God bless him. I, 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 I'd wonder if, if we could get him on the show and ask him um, about some of his mindset, some of his ways of thinking or ways of being, like what, what are two or three or five of your top tips for uh, don't sweat the small stuff, and how do you do that? How has he done that? 108. 108, Ken, is a sacred number in the Hindu culture. You know, uh, you have uh, worry beads or meditation beads. You know, Christians have things like rosary beads that you kind of count, and and you, you use it as a truing mechanism for your mind. So in the Hindu culture, they have 108 beads on their meditation beads. So 108 is for centuries, not decades, uh, more than centuries, a sacred number. So uh, bless that spirit, bless him, and oh boy, I'm going to go with, if he makes it to 128, he's going to be quite a contribution to a lot of people. Yeah, no, no. Sitting at his feet. It's amazing enough already. Yeah, yeah, at uh, exactly. at 108, no, no doubt about that. Yeah. So he said, no, yeah. no sugar. So yeah, I guess that's yeah. uh, probably uh, you know mm-hmm. uh, a, a good start anyway, right? Uh, his and, whole uh, his whole life, he didn't have sugar. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. but uh, I guess uh, at least in, in the last 80 or so years, perhaps. So mm-hmm. you, know, you, you got to think. I mean, he's 108. I mean, these grandchildren. You know, we think of grandchildren as you know little kids. You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know. 10, 12, three months old, whatever. I, I bet some of his grandchildren are, are probably collecting Social Security by this time. Huh? Just think about that. If you had a grandchild that was collecting Social Security. Right. You know, I, my, my goal is just to see my, my grandchildren graduate from high school. You know, that would be, that would be enough for me because they're relatively young. Uh, but, uh, you know, these, the, this guy at 108, you figure he probably had his first child, what, maybe 20 or so, let's say. Uh, oh, boy, so you'd, you'd have to think that some of his grandchildren now are on Social Security. <laughs> let's, let's start making a list, Ken. Let's start making a list of things we want to know about this guy. You know, when did you start with your progeny without being, you know, too intimate? I don't want to know you started having kids when you were 12. But let's start, you know, like how many per year and 
Wow. Yeah. Well, either either way, it's 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 kind of an amazing story, and uh, so, are, so are, are you giving up sugar? Is that what I'm hearing? Uh, I well, I, I you know I, I'm doing pretty well. I I've been uh, trying to be a better eater uh, recently uh-huh. and uh, over the last uh, few months, and I, I've tried to stay away from uh, most things with uh, sugar in it. I mean, I might have slipped from time to time. I'm sure I have, but uh, here's another reason he might uh, he might have stayed alive for a long time. Uh, he enjoys watching professional wrestling tapes on repeat. So I guess he watched the same matches over and over again. He, yeah. he has he has a collection of stuffed animals, and he's known in his community as Ragman due to the various colored rags uh, that he owns. So I don't know if that has anything to do with a long life, but I certainly watching professional wrestling probably adds to uh, his longevity, as it were. And as he's watching wrestling, he's ripping up old shirts to make them into rags. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Dr. Barry Taylor is well. Listen, this is very exciting, Barry, that, uh, you know, your book is now. Uh, you know, on in audio version, and uh, and people can get that easily on Amazon. Correct? They can. Uh, I was uh, fortunate, um, as I've been fortunate to uh, be with you the last number of years. Must have been four or five years since we've been doing shows. There's a, a, a somebody gave a, a friend of mine gave um, a, a very well known radio producer here in Boston uh, my hardcover book. And he's got a. He's been producing radio for years and years. Wonderful man. Well, you and can said, mention oh, you can I, mention his name if you want. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. His name's Jr. People know Jr. Uh, well, and um, very sweet guy had me on a radio show like you've had on. And then out the door, I said, you know, I've been thinking of doing a, a, a audio book for a number of years. The revised version came out, what, two years ago? You were kind enough to do a bunch of shows on different chapters in the book. And he said, oh, I do that. So um, he said, you know, you shouldn't hire me or anyone else. Like Ken Kale has got this unbelievable voice. You know, you know, not only do you have a fabulous big heart, Ken, but, you know, your voice is just like, oh, my God, I could listen to you for hours. And, and, and he's that kind of guy as well. And he said, no, 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 you've got to read this. I haven't read I mean, Yep. read recorded a book yeah so thank you for asking all uh, right a number of people have said i love your pauses <laughs> <laughs> well i'll tell you what dr barry we are going to get into our topics uh, for the day momentarily but we have to take a, a commercial break here because the uh, bills have to be paid you know what that's like Yes, and then you are listening to Kale and Company live on WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in the Concord area, 1019 FM in Manchester, and around the clock, live on nhtalkradio.com. We'll be right back. It is Kale and Company live. We are delighted to have you with us on this Friday morning as we head toward the weekend on WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9, our latest signal, which is in the Manchester, Gosstown, Bedford, Merrimack, Derry, Londonderry area, and around the clock, streaming live at nhtalkradio.com. And Dr. Barry Taylor is with us, and if you're not familiar with Dr. Barry, 
He is the author of Love Your Body, Your Path to Transformation, Health, and Healing, which is now available in the audio version. So you can listen to it anywhere. If you're taking a a long drive somewhere and uh, you want to be not only entertained but informed, you can listen to uh, Dr. Barry's uh, great book. So, And you can get that uh, through Amazon. Well, Dr. Barry, we have discussed uh, many things uh, over the years, and uh, you sent me a list uh, recently of the biggest causes of death in the United States, and uh, they are listed as uh, heart disease, cancer, obesities, obesity, I should say, uh, chronic mm-hmm. diseases, inflammation. Uh, how... Can we avoid being a statistic? Mm. Um, speak to this 108-year-old man. <laughs> <laughs> Might not be a bad idea. You know, it's like you got any other tips besides less or no sugar. Yeah. Uh, or, or do I have? Do I really have to watch wrestling? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that could be a way for me to go quickly, not stay longer. Oh, God. Um, the statistics are frightening. You know, and, and if you add, what, what's the biggest cause of death, Ken, for teenagers? For teenagers? Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. My, my guess is an unfortunate one. I, I would have to say drugs. Mm, yeah, four. That's number four. That's number alcohol four. And dr- yeah, alcohol number and drugs. Alcohol and drug use, abuse yeah. is four. Uh, injuries. Teenagers get injured more easily than adults um, through car deaths and other kinds of injuries. Mm, yeah. uh, violence, like like there are kids, 17, 18, 19, as, as in they're still teenagers. Uh, homicide, second cause of death. But the third one is, is even frightening. We'll work up to adults if you'd like, uh, which is uh, suicide, uh, mental illness. Yeah. Is a huge cause. Yeah. So, uh, um, you know, it's interesting in a world of uh, Roe v. Wade and the, the uh, discussion that our country is um, in to sort out the individual rights of a woman and what's true and what's not true, and she does or doesn't have rights. And uh, I thought separation of church and state was important for our country, and, and you know, I'm not saying I know what the facts are, as if there are facts. It's not factual. It's, what, what, I'm not even suggesting what's right or wrong here. Um, it's a different show if you want me to weigh in on what I think. But the things, when you look at things uh, like uh, uh, abortion and how uh, dangerous or not dangerous that is to a woman who chooses to do that, uh, the numbers have gone down in the last 20, 30 years from like 15 or 20 to like one or two for the entire country where the, the woman who's having an abortion uh, has harm done to her. Different than obviously um, the effect of what an abortion is. But when you look at something like heart disease, you know, we're looking at like way over 700,000 deaths per year in the United States. Or cancer, way over 600,000 uh, it, there, there are things in in the world of heart disease, which MDs, you don't seem to see to a nature path. You know, 
know, been talking about, you know, having less red meat or exercising more or um, relaxing and having some greater capacity given the the increasing juggling that we all do with children, grandchildren, jobs, hobbies, uh, the stress or the not stress of watching wrestling. Is he kidding? Really? Okay, we'll go with that. Um, so, so, you know, uh, yeah, I, I mean, some of us, I do have, you know, heart disease in my genetic background. Yeah. Um, but then there's the world you and I have talked about in the last couple of decades of epigenetics. So if, if somebody doesn't have any heart disease in their background, okay, you know, they might have less risk than somebody. Do you have any heart disease in your background? I do. My, my mom. Yeah, yeah. I both do. My, my, both, my, both my parents. So, so, you know, that might increase the risk, but that doesn't mean it's a fait accompli. That doesn't mean you and I are automatically. When you look at, well, what is it that causes atherosclerosis? What, what is it cause? You know, when you've got your arteries in your brain that is related to dementia, your arteries that changes um, how your heart beats as a boom, 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 as a rhythm, the kinds of things that cause hardening of the arteries of the coronary vessels, these teeny, teeny little vessels that kind of lay on top of the heart. These are the, the circulation to the heart itself. You know, and so much of that is preventable. And yet it's the leading cause of death in this country. You know, the leading cause of death in this country is not old age. You know, that's something I love, you and I have talked about in the past. You know, how do you live your life like you die more of old age, which is different than how do you live your life so that, you know, predictably, you know, the chances are pretty good. You're going to either die of cancer or heart disease. So uh, different than this, man, although I really, I think there might be some good things to learn from him, I, my answer is not like everyone should go off meat or everyone's got to cut down alcohol or everyone's got to cut down sugar. But uh, there is something for us to talk about, about how do you live your life <clears throat> feeling more free, you have more choices, you don't have to live like you're a purist, only characters, tofu and sprouts. But what, what are some of the things, and, and, and how come more people don't do them, you know? And, and so some of the things that our listeners might consider is, you know, if you're not up to swimming and you're not up to, Ken's a big hockey guy, you're not up to playing hockey, uh, or, and uh, you're, you're not old enough yet to play pickleball, but that's coming down the road. Get ready. Get ready. Oh, pickleball. You know I mean? I'm, I'm up for pickleball. that. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's going to be playing playing baseball. So, you know, maybe you're not into jogging, and you know me, I love to spin, I love to bike, I love to be on my elliptical. I just started a new stretching routine, and I just started with somebody who hopefully will be a great personal trainer for me. But so somebody could just start and walk. You know, yeah. you don't need to do, just, just walk. Not easy in New Hampshire in February. But there are people who go to malls. Yes, Ken? Aren't there sure. Who go to malls uh, oh, absolutely. You, you see it all yeah. the time. Yeah. Rain, rain, rain or shine, sleep. New Hampshire, lovely winter weather. Doesn't make any difference. So something like heart disease has something about realizing that the heart is a muscle. You know, it's kind of pumping that blood all throughout the body. <clears throat> and um, being sedentary and just being on your cell phone or being on your computer is real. Uh, so that would be one thing 
related to heart disease. Yeah. <clears throat> Another thing related to heart disease is people eating too much, even if they're eating less dairy or less red meat or less fried food or less processed, colored food with additives. There's something about, I'm doing a whole bunch of work now with aging, um, and uh, there's a great book called Lifespan by David Sinclair. Uh, and he talks about the way we used to think about aging and the way we might think about aging, but it might be like aging itself and the way we think about it might be really way off. It's been on the New York Times bestseller list for many, 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 many months. Extraordinary book. And, and there's something about overeating, said more positively, systematic undereating, putting less stress on your digestive system, um, is related to heart disease. It's, it's related to how your brain starts working at, when you're 60 or 70, uh, unless, you know, you're used to, like, eating until you burst, which is kind of pretty much how a lot of people eat. Well, Dr. Barry, I want to break in here because we have to uh, pause for some messages from our, our great sponsors here on WKXL, but uh, keep that thought because I do want to ask you about uh, a way that has been, uh, I think, a little bit successful for me, but I want to okay. get your reaction to it, and we will uh, take a break right now. Dr. Barry Taylor okay. is with us on WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, 1019 FM in Manchester, and streaming around the clock anywhere you go at nhtalkradio.com. Welcome back. It is Kale and Company coming to you on WKXL. All of its platforms, 1450 on the AM dial, a signal that's been around for, oh, about 76 years now. Uh, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 in the Manchester area, and at nhtalkradio.com. By the way, WKXL uh, gave away four grandstand tickets to the NASCAR Am Better 301 race. Do you know who won? Maybe it was you. Uh, you can find out at WKXL's Facebook page at facebook.com slash talk radio or at, I should say, slash NH talk radio or at NH talk radio.com. Dr. Barry Taylor is with us, author of Love Your Body, Your Path to Transformation, Health and Healing. And uh, Dr. Barry, before we were... Uh, uh, taken to commercial break. We were talking about heart disease and uh, how so many people uh, have it. It's the uh, biggest cause of death in the United States. And uh, we're talking about uh, various ways which it may be uh, prevented. Uh, one of them you mentioned was exercise. But uh, eating right is also important. You know, what's worked for me, and I do have a history, both my, my mother and dad had heart issues. Uh, my, my father uh, passed away at the age of 65, and uh, my mother, however, uh, lived to the uh, ripe old age of uh, 92. Uh, so uh, that being said, uh, what do you think about fasting? What, what is your view on fasting as a way to lose weight? Now, I'm not talking about doing it like, who was it, uh, Dick Gregory, the comedian, did he fasted for years, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, no, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about maybe yeah. selecting one day a week and and fasting. Mm, wow. Okay. Uh, great question. <clears throat> so 
in the beginning of my book, I'll take you back to another century. 1970 is when I met Dr. Balot. He was an MD, ND. He got his medical degree in 1930 and his naturopathic degree in 1932. Uh, I, as you remember, it was extremely unhealthy, lots of overweight, stress, and massive headaches for many, 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 many years. <clears throat> so after working with me a bit, he said, would you not eat once a week and just do a lot of liquid? And I said, sure. And then after a year of that, he said, okay, you ready for the next step? Again, I trusted the man. Totally. He said, okay, how about one day a week and three days a month? I, and I did that for the second year. And he said, at the end of that year, are you ready for that? And I said, of course. He said, okay, how about one day a week, three days a month, and a minimum of two weeks around the equinoxes and solstices. Uh, by the last year of college, I think I didn't eat in 313 days or something. My mother was a bit concerned. So what I say to you has a fair amount of um, experience of personally cleansing, fasting, and cleansing is when you're eating cleaner. Fasting, you're talking about just water, maybe juices and soups, but you're not doing any solid food. And then, as we remember, I, I began doing that in groups, which is now an on online program called Love Your Body program that about 20,000 people have done. So using that a bit as a, what do I think, it's, it's, it's based on a, a lot of hours within my own life and watching and guiding a lot of people. Uh, cleansing and detoxing and fasting is a wonderful way to rest the body, get your lungs, liver, kidney, skin, um, large intestine. The way we eliminate to get rid of toxins and chemicals and really rest our digestive system. We said before the break that a lot of people overeat and part of maybe cancer, maybe heart disease, maybe chronic inflammatory states is to um, undereat, particularly if you're eating really concentrated nutritional food. What I'm concerned about in your question is people taking one day a week, take it any day, and either just doing vegetables, not trying to fast, or just doing liquids, that's a fast, maybe protein drinks, maybe not, maybe hopefully healthy juices. But then what are they doing the other six days? Right. You know, and, and, and to the degree that then they eat the normal amount of sugar, the normal amount of dairy, the normal amount of um, anything that I'm not saying is bad, I'm not making this a religious, everyone should stay away from ice cream or not go in there. You know who I am. But what I'm saying is, is that if somebody eats pretty much normally, and they just somehow have the mental discipline, and they're not getting dizzy or lightheaded or headaches for that one day that they're just doing liquid. And then the other days, you're eating lots of bread and staples and, you know, as much alcohol as a couple of drinks a week. And, and they, they haven't really looked at the other six days are as important as the one day of rest. Then I'm concerned that it's getting into some new age um, binge purge version where people diet for a day or diet for three days or five days or a couple of weeks. And then after the diet, which is a whole mentality, the whole mindset, they're not really wired up to listening because the orientation is I can't wait till the diet's over. So I've had enough patients for the last 40 years that have done all sorts of fasting. Yeah. But it hasn't allowed them to re. Uh, look at 
their relationship with all sorts of what they're eating the other six days. So I'll say that as a start. Yeah. Ask me more. No, well, well, you know, I have uh, gone weeks uh, fasting one day. It's usually been a Tuesday, but I, I just picked that uh, randomly, but mm-hmm. it seemed mm-hmm. to be the mm-hmm. easiest day for me uh, to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I would also uh, be careful uh, on on the other days and, and try to stay away from, you know, uh, you know, breads. I, I know that that's, you know, one thing that you should uh, obviously avoid, uh, uh, lots of dairy is, is something that uh, you should uh, avoid as well. Uh, and I, I tried to do the other days everything sort of in in moderation, as it were. And, and it's worked. Right. The times that I have really uh, stuck to it, it, it has worked. Uh, I guess sticking to it over the long haul has been uh, my issue. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's on me, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm successful in, in dropping uh, a few pounds when I do it over a period of time. Uh, but, uh, then I, you know, for whatever reason, uh, you know, make excuses to myself and, and, uh, you know, don't do it and don't, and don't fast mm-hmm. that one day a week. But, uh, you know, mm-hmm. so, so let tell us now on that one day. Basically, uh, yeah. what I've done when I when I have fasted for the one day a week, and I've never done. Are you coming? Are, are, you, are you coming clean? Yeah. Can, is this? Should we tell the listeners this is? The no, oh, sure. Oh, we we come clean all fashion? the time. I mean, my my life okay. is an open so, book. You know, it, okay. it really is. So on the so on the fast days, yeah. Come clean. Yeah. You'll feel better telling the truth. Yeah. How much elderberry wine are you drinking on what you're calling? I, I cut my <laughs> my consumption of uh, elderberry wine considerably yeah. on those fasting <laughs> days, Doctor Barry. You know, and and and, and you know, many, many times you know it's uh, it's it's the case of I I just can't find any elderberry wine. It's not yeah. the as you know, not the easiest thing to find. Yeah. But on a Some typical fasting day, you know what? I, I would uh, I would not do any uh, elderberry wine. Basically, what I did was uh, water. It's it's the day certainly when I drank the most water of my week, and black coffee, decaf. Mm. Uh oh. Uh oh. decaf Nick coffee is on, bad. Nick, Nick, not on a fast day. No. Okay. Uh, biochemically, what you're attempting to do. Ideally, being careful that what I'm telling you is the truth, just so, you know, it's a possibility. When you're talking about getting your body to function better, <clears throat> we're usually talking about how to decrease inflammation, <clears throat> which has something to do with decreasing acidity, that most of us are eating too much red meat, sugar, alcohol, coffee, um, vinegar. Uh, most of us are not eating enough vegetables. That are all, so there's this something called acid alkaline, like cancers only exist in very acidic environments. The whole way of your body getting inflamed is not bad. It's the body's natural response to some irritation, chemical overload, infection. So the, most of us have way too much acidity, and that's part of why allergies get worse over years, or arthritis, anything with an ITS is an inflammatory state. So uh, what you're doing when you're saying, I'm going to take a pause by eating better, I'm going to take a pause by eating less, you call it a fast day, intermittent fasting, whatever, 
is on those days, one of the things ideally you're doing is alkalizing. You're pushing your body to a different metabolic state. So coffee is extremely acidifying. So, on, so you might reach the goal of losing a couple of pounds over a month or two or three, five, ten, ten, twelve, from a weight loss point of view. But from a health point of view, less we're just correlating less weight with better health, which isn't necessarily true at all, might be, but not necessarily, is when you're doing some mild, moderate, or significant cleanse, you're also thinking you want to alkalize. You wouldn't use cranberry juice. You wouldn't use pineapple juice. If you were doing a day of just vegetables, you would exclude eggplant. You would exclude, you would exclude tomatoes. All of those things are highly acidifying. Mm-hmm. So uh, the idea of what you're doing is great, but for a lot, I don't do a lot of fasting with clients. I'll say for a month or two, Ken Kale had a fabulous idea. How about instead of doing just liquid, which is hard, we're so used to chewing and sitting down or eating, hopefully. How about just some vegetables? Unlimited salad, steamed, baked, boiled, grilled, not fried. Not sizzling oil. Well, I, w- I want to follow week? up on that. I want to follow up on that, but okay. we have to take uh, our final break here, and then we'll be back, and uh, I want to get your recommendations as to what I should be doing on the days I quote-unquote fast. Uh, Dr. Barry Taylor is here. Elderberry, elderberry wine. Elderberry wine. You know, there's everything in that, right? All the great nutrients. Dr. Barry Taylor, the author of Love Your Body, Your Path to Transformation, Health, and Healing, right here on Kale & Company Live on WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester, and at nhtalkradio.com. Kale & Company Live on WKXL. On this Friday, heading toward the weekend here, and it's supposed to be a a beautiful weekend in New Hampshire. Great time to get out and enjoy all the Granite State has to offer. It has to offer a lot, and uh, lots of uh, biking trails, walking trails, which uh, we should take uh, full advantage of. Dr. Barry Taylor is with us, the author of Love Your Body, Your Path to Transformation, Health, and Healing. And uh, we were talking a little bit about fasting before the break. And uh, Dr. Barry said uh, a good alternative is, uh, on those days, perhaps uh, a lot of salad, right? Yeah, because fasting can be pretty intimidating. Uh, You know, we think of fasting, you know, Lent, or we think of fasting um, during um, Yom Kippur if you're a Jew. And, you know, we usually brace ourselves. Oh, my God. And, and I think what you're orienting yourself to is, what could I eat differently? And thank you for the question. Let's give some people some tips. And, and what's the context? And, and, and if the word fasting triggers certain things in people's brains, like I'm going to be deprived of something, the whole idea is, what might I do one day a week uh, uh, to, uh, in the service of healing or the service of health, as opposed to what I'm taking away from myself you know, why am I doing this? You know, what are the effects? And, and my experience, my own personal life, over, oh, my God, pushing 50 years, people, you know, 20,000 people doing my Love Your Body program, um, is that you can um, cut back, you can limit, you can restrain some of 
a lot of what you're just eating, whatever you want or whatever looks good, feels good, tastes good, um, and get some pretty extraordinary results uh, doing what you're, you know, you're leading the way, Ken. Like, if I wanted to take one day a week, you know, one, what, you know, one day twice a month, start easy. What can I do? So it's not like a big uphill, oh, my God, because uh, it can really food and, you know, people, what they feel and what they experience, what they, their emotions, very tied up. So the first thing is I would shift context. You know, I'm, I'm doing this as a way to really uh, shift my relationship with my body so that my body's an ally. I, I, I'm willing to do some physical things and might be, be maybe do some internal things. So physically, Ken, it might be on one day a week, I'm going to do my protein drinks, maybe my vegetable drinks, maybe I'll have some soup. Not dairy-based, thank you very much, but just veggies with all sorts of herbs. And um, I'll do unlimited vegetables. And if it's summer, I might do some watermelon or other kinds of fruit, but way more vegetables, four to five to one, and so a little bit of fruit. There are so many people who miss meals, have a lot of sugar, a lot of alcohol, that you might have a little fruit, but in this one day a week or one day twice a month, you're really focusing on that alkalizing piece. You're drinking a minimum of, on that day, I'm going to practice drinking three, four, five glasses of water. Maybe I'll do some green tea or some other healthy teas. So I'm going to take that time on those days to develop my taste buds, to use more herbs, things like that physically. Second, on that one day a week, it not just be about what I'm not eating, not just be about what you will eat for that one day a week, and thank you. If you make Tuesdays, it doesn't make a difference what they make. It just consistent. So I, I could I, being I could binge on cucumbers if I wanted to, right? Well, thank you. I appreciate the lead-in. I love you being psychic. Yeah, and if that's true, then um, organic, these small little cucumbers, I eat them whole, I buy them in packs of six, then I would ask you to please sit down, don't eat those cucumbers driving in your car, uh, don't eat those cucumbers while you're walking to get it, Dr. Barry, so I have exercise. But sit down and use anything that you're eating. If you're honest enough to say, God, sometimes I use food for stress or anger or overwhelm. And, you know, I'm not into alcohol. I'm not into recreational drugs. I'm not into excess buying or excess this, that, or the other. So, but you, are, you realize that food, to some degree, is your drug of choice. Then on that one day... Eat as many cucumbers as you want, organically, but sit down, <clears throat> look at the food, bless it, realize all the hands and the men and women who planted it and watered it and weeded it and packed it and unpacked it, and now it's in front of you. Just take a moment to breathe and look at the cucumber, and then I'm not going to say, stop binging. I'm going to say, look at that cucumber before you eat it. Ask that the energy from that cucumber bless your body and, and everybody you come in contact with. So that one day of what you call fasting, uh, I'm going to say maybe resting your body, maybe rejuvenating your body, is also a day for you to be still for five minutes. Maybe listen to some wonderful music, probably not Purcell's trumpets or Rivaldi's uh, flutes or violins, something calming, or a walk or journal, or say, today I'm going to practice gratitude, or today I'm going to really look for the extraordinary beauty. I'm going to look at children's faces. I'm going to look at 
or different women. I'm going to look at different men. And I'm going to just take a moment on this day of this vegetable. So it's not about vegetables. And I'm going to appreciate the gift that I have to be in my body. And so now your one day of rest is not just about, I think I read somewhere it's good for lowering cholesterol. And I think Dr. Barry said it might help in terms of my predisposition for people in my family have uh, cancer, and in your case, not in your case, my case, heart disease. So there is this, is that a good step in the direction? I'm not saying it's enough, but it's a great beginning of people just to say, on that day, no pizza, on that day, no hamburgers, on that day, no fish, on that day, no pasta. I'm just going to do vegetables in my protein drink, and then I'll see. You know, maybe in a month or two, I will do just vegetables with no protein. Maybe in a month or two, I will do this water. But I'm telling you, I don't take people to a day of just water because I prefer, if they're ready, to take that one day a week, one day twice a month, and I go three days or I go five days. And now they're psychologically and physically ready to see what's it like if I just do three days of vegetables. And again, Ken, I don't use the word fast. It's a little intimidating for most people. I'll, I'll use the word cleanse. I'll use the okay. word rest. Cleanse. But I revitalize. But, but I restore. Yeah, but I yeah, but I add the context of on that day have a goal. Your goal is to see the extraordinary in the ordinary. On that day. First thing in the morning for a minute or two, last thing before you go to bed as a way of thanking yourself for what you did, take a moment to be really grateful. Take a moment to be really people, things that you did, ways that you were generous, ways that you learned, ways that you, it doesn't have to be cliche like you're helping somebody across the street, but just take a moment to be grateful. There's a power, a spiritual power in gratitude. There's a spiritual power of being appreciative of the enormous beauty there is in a world that also has Ukraine and also has January 6th and all sorts of unbelievable challenges for our minds to make sense of. So that, that now the day is not just about more water and more green. Now the day is, is a day of reflection without making it heavy. Oh, on that day, how about I spend 15, 20 minutes and make sure I laugh? Make sure I read something really inspiring. Laughter is the best day. medicine, right? Yeah. That's, That's like what they say. a lot of stuff in a day that just started with more vegetables. <laughs> vegetables and laughter. That's a great combination. Dr. Barrow, we have to yeah. wrap it up. We, I tell people how they can get in touch with you. Uh, my website www.drbarrytaylor. That's drbarrytaylor.com. Um, my phone number is 781-223-6688. Uh, uh, lots of Ken Kale on my website. There's parts of my book. You can listen to parts of the audio book. Um, I love to work with people individually. And, yeah, I, you know, I love to work And you, you will have, today. after today, you will have more Kale & Company on your website. That's that's right. That's, that's right. right. I'm editing everything I said out. Yeah. The only thing I hear is you. <laughs> okay. All right, Doctor Barry. As as always, thank you so much for being with us. We truly appreciate it, and have a wonderful weekend. 
You too. Love you a lot, Ken. Thanks for having me on. All right. Dr. Barry Taylor, author of Love Your Body, Your Path to Transformation, Health, and Hearing. It's Kale and Company Live. We'll rejoin you on Monday at uh, just after the 8 o'clock news with uh, AJ. Kale and Company on WKXL, 1450 AM, 103.9 FM in Concord, 101.9 FM in Manchester, and nhtalkradio.com. Thank you, Kat, for your uh, production capabilities. We appreciate that, and we will look for everyone Monday morning at uh, 8 o'clock sharp.